0: I consent. Okay. It's this thing, huh? I had the ah, consent to consent to be in recording again.
1: Dude. Oh, here we go. All right. Yeah. Welcome back. Episode Fake 23. Fake sneeze. Fake sneeze. Episode 23, Suplex Biddies, brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. The goat episode. <laughs> Michael Jordan, baby. It's my goat, Michael Jordan.
2: Speaking of the speaking of the goat, it's Kobe Bryant Day. Eh? Also, that happy birthday to him. Uh
1: it's tomorrow, actually, 8:24. We're Is recording. Uh, we're recording Monday, twenty oh. third.
2: Oh, it's take twenty four. That's right. No, What's it's, um, not, it's, 23rd, not, it's not. The twenty third.
1: It's not 23rd. December yet. Nope. Uh-huh. Okay. All right. Let's try this again. Reboot. <laughs> beep 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 beep. I'm gonna come beep,
0: back
1: in. Duplex Biddies, episode twenty three brought Michael to you by Jordan, Couch maybe? Guys. All right. Shut the
0: fuck up. <laughs> Sorry. Carry brought,
1: on. Brought to you by Couch Guy Sports. Use the internet one time. Make sure you're checking all the pods. Make sure you're checking out all the blogs. So you're checking out us on Twitch, doing big thing. We're on Twitch at least five nights a week nowadays. Twitch.tv slash Couch Guy Sports. Make sure five you check time, that out. Five times, five times, Booker T. There was only four, but yeah, okay.
2: And hey, just enjoy that product. Just <laughs> yeah. enjoy it already. We're all
1: about enjoying the product here. Also, don't forget Suplex Bitties. Product. Don't forget Suplex Bitties is sponsored by Axel Guns. <laughs> Need a massage in moments notice? Go get yourself an ExoGun. Trust me when I tell you the best at percussion therapy. 1-800-EXOGUN. Just kidding. Don't call. It's not a number. (laughs) Exogun.com. Use code CGS10 for 10% off at checkout. That's CGS10 at checkout for 10% off. Exogun.com. Go check out the link in the description. Fellas,
0: usual crew was here tonight. We got Was there there like some shows this weekend or something? Like some stuff happened? Why are you a dickhead? Shop. <laughs>
1: <laughs> we got our man on his deathbed today. Diego Galvez is here.
0: Diego, pedia Galvez. Let's go. We're not
2: a sponsor, but would we'll be a major plug.
1: <laughs> Listen, P D Light, you want to sponsor this product? Absolutely, one thousand <laughs> percent. You save me all the time. Yeah, in that voice you heard it several times already in this episode. That's our wrestling aficionado, Andrew Honerman. Myself, obviously, Chris Jones, you know my stupid voice. Here we are. 23 episodes in, fellas. We had a fantastic week of wrestling. First of all, first of all, first of all, first of all, we started off Friday night. Uh, He's fucking back, boys.
0: uh, uh, I was going to do.
1: For those those who can't see Hunnaman's motions because you're listening to us on Anchor or Spotify,
0: he's clearly doing the CM Punk talk. I was going to play Cult of Personality when we started it, but, you know, it's fine. I had a nice moment with a with a with with cat another fan when I was in Boston on Friday night. I was in line for my John Mulaney comedy show, and uh, some dude was going down the street blasting Cult of Personality. So I looked over at him. We did the nudge, and then he looked at me, and I started going like this, and he freaked out and was just like, yeah, let's fucking go! And he jammed it, and he kept going. So, you know, wrestling fans, we're a rare breed. I hope that guy's doing well. So... Real question, yeah, where do you rank that
1: in your loudest pops of all time? Top three,
2: top, top, two.
0: Five. top five, top five, yeah. I just think it was perfect though. The way they just they didn't make anybody wait, the anticipation was there. They were chanting it the second the Rampage song stopped, and they went right into it and they gave it the time it needed. Literally, the segment was like 22 25 minutes. And they still had matches to get to, but that yeah. was the biggest part of the night. Arguably will, biggest part of the weekend, depending on who you ask. But
2: I will say for that for for the AW organization, like yeah, of course, that's that's easily the number one loudest pop you're gonna get in the mm-hmm. in the past however long and probably in the in the future for now. Yeah. Um but I think overall wrestling wise probably top five. I think there is there there are a few pops that uh, I mean, we we heard of a few pops this weekend, uh, but I think I think might
0: top that a little bit. Uh, <laughs> it was up there. It was up there. It was. Me, what a, what a weekend of returns, huh? For me, for me, for me.
1: Listen, for me personally, me. we're going pops. We're going Stone Cold when he helps mankind.
0: Yep. CM Ooh.
1: Punk coming back to AEW. Dolph Ziggler cashing the money in the bank. And then CM Punk and money in the bank. And CM Punk and money in the bank, and <laughs> yeah. Daniel Bryan winning the title at WrestleMania 30. Yeah, top yeah. five. So we're
2: gonna we're gonna forget the John Cena return.
0: That was a good one too.
2: I. Mm. It was a big ovation because it was. It was a huge pop in. It, it, it was the one option that finally got like WWE fans to like somewhat buy into the product.
0: The uh, main the mainstream attention that got to was definitely close to what Punk's was.
2: And I think the I think the the view rating. Just what John Cena's pop was, way up there.
1: Mm-hmm. So John Cena was a big impact, definitely on SmackDown ratings. As um, he was barely on last week, and they dropped, I think like six percent. I think was the total. Yep, some something like that. Um,
2: Which is really not bad, especially no, when still when still your main I- when your main inventor is really not available. Six percent yeah. down. That's There's that means that the thousands of people. It's just that means Smackdown, that the attention is the
1: SmackDown was still over two mil. Uh Rampage was over a mil because of CM Punk, obviously. <laughs> um
0: Rampage, talk about someone that moves the needle, even though they said he didn't quite do that. It went from what was it like a 740, 760 to a 1.11 or something like that? It that was, was the highest something it's it good. was the
1: highest an AEW show has had since their debut episode. Yep. Of right. dynamite.
0: Yep. So
2: nice. I mean I you know. kind of you kind of I, have to figure that out anyways, because CM Punk has been one of the most rumored names to come back to wrestling for, for what, for the past three years, at least. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So, I mean, it, it was fun to happen. WWE fans were always cheering CM Punk, CM Punk before even seeing a return. Mm-hmm. Um, AW obviously cheering it on. So you kind of expected that pop to happen.
1: Yeah. So t- To me, the whole CM Punk with WWE thing was always funny because do you guys remember when um, they were based, it was basically like the preview right before Daniel Brown's in WrestleMania. And they're like, We, <clears throat> you shouldn't quit like CM Punk did. But people forget CM Punk didn't quit, CM Punk got fired
0: low key. People forget yeah, that CM Punk Both. was forced out. He walked out, took like a hiatus thinking he'd be coming back, and then they fired him on his wedding day mm-hmm. based on the story. He was forced up. So, that's, that's a he force was, out. So, but he was they were the stories that they had planned
1: for him was. Nothing he wanted to do.
2: Well, and plus, don't,
1: don't forget, in the, in the interview I heard, again, earlier today, um, it was the WrestleMania where he was at Undertaker. And it was bet the, <clears throat> the rating was better than Brock Triple H. And it was better than Cena Rock. Mm-hmm. And Vince was like, oh, we should have made an event to that. And Cena Punk was like, yeah, you think?
0: You think? <laughs> <laughs> so Punk didn't even want the match originally because he was just yeah. like, I don't want to be another one of the streak. He didn't want the heel the heel turn. Yeah. At first.
1: Yeah. But he wanted to face the rock. Rock wanted to face a heel. And then yeah. it turned out the rock was heel. And he faced heel. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but good for them. Huge signing. He's gonna make his debut on Wednesday. So tune in, eight o'clock on TNT. Uh he's already just, scheduled to verse. Just Darby. on dynamite. Just on dynamite. We're gonna see him live in Chicago. Yeah. I was at the Now Arena. Wow, off. this must be like what it's like when I cut you off. Yeah? <laughs> That's what I said. It's like when I cut you off. Here we go. All right. I was acknowledging but, it. AEW,
1: solid overall. Dynamite was solid last week. Rampage was solid. I thought they did a good job. They have definitely they're definitely starting to get a bunch of mouths to feeds, especially with the report that Bray Wyatt's deal is basically as good as done. If
0: mm-hmm. that's
1: the case, he debuts. His 90 day is done the day before uh, Halloween. Yep. So if that's the case, you know. You know where uh, the, the, the week of Halloween or the I believe the day before Halloween, actually? No, it's the week of Halloween. The week of Halloween, they're in Boston. So it's the, the oh, next week. The next week. Oh, ah, okay, okay. So, so he... specify that much. Test test. But let's move in to WWE's big weekend. SummerSlam, TakeOver. Speaking of TakeOver, really quick. Sources within the WWE that are backstage of tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw have confirmed that Adam Cole is not at the show. It was noted that this does not confirm Cole leaving the company, but he is not in any plans for tonight's episode of Monday Night Raw. So does that mean he goes to Friday Night SmackDown? Do they wait a little bit? Who knows?
0: Is he leaving the company? I don't know. I hope he leaves. He, oh, I just want to see him with his best friends again, you know? Get him see back him on, on BT. See him on, see him on Being the Elite? Yeah, Exactly. All but right, that. so real
1: quick, we'll talk about what happened last night at TakeOver because it's shorter. Oh, so, round of applause, Mr. Gail Galbus, as he's currently dying 5 and I'll called every match right on, on. Uh Myself, 4-1, and Hunnaman, 3-2. and uh, Hunnaman, you've got Dakota Kai wrong. Uh, pulling for you, but didn't happen. Uh, and then you and I both were on the wrong side of the NXT UK title match, which was an absolute banger. Oof, that was my favorite match of the year.
0: So brutal, so so brutal.
1: So highs and lows, real quick. Hanman.
0: I mean, the lowest point in the night was unfortunately the title match, uh, with Cross and Joe. It was still a good match. Two big dudes going at it. Uh, you could see Joe got winded pretty quickly, and he's definitely not quite back in that ring shape that we're very used to with uh, Samoa Joe there. But the highlight, obviously, carrying Cross now likely headed right up to Raw maybe he'll finally get his first official feud but that that Walter Dragonov match man like I I'm going to watch that tonight when we wrap this up because I just want to see it again it was incredible it was uh, what, would, what would we say it was yesterday 22 23 minutes of two dudes just beating the absolute shit out of each other 22 minutes and like 5 seconds so freaking good i think i mean i think i'm very happy it happened dragonov definitely earned it he paid his dues and just took quite a freaking beating like those chops the fuck the fucking shotgun drop kick that sent him 30 feet almost out of the ring and just so many highlights from that freaking match the near falls everything and i don't think it was going to be tough that was for me that was the best part of the entire weekend cm punk return totally great best match of the weekend walter dragon um
1: i was kind of a little let down on the the three the two out of three falls between o'reilly and Cole. Um, maybe it was because of the fact that, you know, I just saw Walter and Dragonoff go at it for like 20 plus minutes, mm-hmm. but I just feel like the intensity really wasn't there. Like the first match, it was a quick fall for O'Reilly. Then the second match, you know, turns into a street flight, gets a little physical. Then before the steel cage, O'Reilly's already hurt. Cole locks him up and then O'Reilly makes him submit. Cause he gets a little, little extra leverage
0: from the rope. I mean, it was definitely an interesting finish. There was a lot of yeah. su- there was a lot of surprising tapouts. Walter Dragonov included that match. Edge mm-hmm. Seth Rollins later on. We'll talk about that. It was in- it was an interesting submission weekend. That um, they, they kind of changed it up, which was nice.
1: I think I think they really hit the first three matches right on the head. I think the other two it could have been a little bit better, but mm-hmm. I think overall out of ranking out ranking it out of five, I would give it I'd give it a four out of five for a takeover.
2: Really okay. Yeah, I think I think for me actually. The lowest point of the show was definitely the opening act. I think that Holland versus Baxter was just,
1: man. Yeah, on the pre lack of, on the pre show,
2: Lacked lack of energy to get the crowd going and amped up for the yeah. show in itself. It was yeah, it's kind
1: of dumb to have. A, they kind of just they, threw it
2: together. At the last it night. didn't it didn't carry much weight for the show. But I think actually one of the highlights of of the night um, was definitely the fight between Raquel Gonzalez and Dakota Kai. Yep. Um, they. Pff, these two really beat the hell out of each other. Mm -hmm. I was not expecting this much of a physical fight. Um, Obviously, Raquel, I mean, she's super physical. Um, She got that back, bro. You know, there's no question about that, but I was not expecting Dakota Kai to last this long either. I was expecting Dakota Kai to unfortunately get, you know, dominated by Raquel because Raquel is just the bigger force between the two. Mm -hmm. Um, But Dakota held her weight. I just think Unfortunately, one mistake, that's all it takes, and Gonzalez was able to, you know, come the come pinfall.
0: Great finish for that match, too. Yep. yeah. I, I don't know
1: why, but, like, when you said the one one mistake, just makes me think of... One kiss, it's all it takes. One love, man. Possibility.
2: We're about to get copyrighted, aren't we? Can't wait.
1: As long as it's uh, under 30 well, listen, seconds, you're fine. Listen, copyrighted for that fucking voice? Oh, fucking... Push my ego through the moon. <laughs> to the
0: moon! A very surprisingly good opening match for them as well. They have uh, good chemistry together. They really do. I mean, they've been oh, working guys, together for There it is, Jones. It's me, the
1: hey. dark boy. The streak it's is the back. It's me, the dark boy. Yeah. Woo-hoo.
2: All right, let's I'm focus. Here. Let's focus. We're, I'm we're trying. completely off the rails.
1: Well, this is what happens when you record on a Monday. All right. Summer Slam. A lot of things Mm happen. Some good. Um, Sometimes very good.
0: Sometimes very
1: shit. We got some new champions. We got RK Bro, new tag team champions. We got Damian Priest, new United States champion.
0: A lot of title changes.
1: Uh, Charlotte Flair, new Raw Women's champion. And um, yeah, Becky Lynch is back. Won the, won the SmackDown Women's Championship. I'm so, so we all know Sasha was unable to compete. More like see got COVID. <clears throat> so, their immediate replacement was Carmella. Carmella comes down the ring.
0: Misdirect. We were
1: like, hmm.
0: It got They got booed so bad, they had to turn off the crowd mics. They were, the report was. Because they mm-hmm. were just booing Carmella so freaking loudly. Because it would have been like their seventh or eighth consecutive or their sex, uh, six or seven, seven seventh match since like, like june in like two months It's just yeah many. not but good definitely
2: a misdirect i mean it then, it took the life away from that crowd immediately because the, the whole show before that it was actually incredibly good yep, i was yep. like i was glued even though i wasn't feeling good at all i was fighting to keep my eyes open and continue mm-hmm. watching
0: mm-hmm.
2: um but yeah no bringing in carmella on there i get it it's an audible and whatnot That's not the audio that you want to listen to, unfortunately. Well,
1: then the audio we got afterwards was Becky Lynch coming back. Nice little theme song,
0: Comeback. Yeah. That was was such a cool moment, and then they fucking did what they did, and I'm still mad about it. I have been mad about it for two days. That's not healthy. For for those of
1: you who didn't watch SummerSlam because, you know, not a fan of the product. Peacock sucks. Not a fan of the product. Not a fan of Peacock. Not a fan of whatever it is when it comes to wrestling. But Becky comes in, beats Bianca in under 30 seconds, and the place is looking like what the fuck just happened. So let's talk, let's talk highs and lows, real quick. Actually, real quick, real quick. Get the records out. i in five and three. Um, unfortunately, Nikki Ash didn't win, mm-hmm. neither did Cena, and neither did Bianca Belair. Uh, Diego and I both went three and five. Uh, both of us. Believed in the gender gender trend, the modern day Maharaja. That lasted uh, less than five minutes,
0: and that it was wasn't so even dumb. good.
1: Um, <laughs> that
0: should have been on Raw tonight. Like I don't. Uh, Diego and I both believed in.
1: Yeah. Diego and I both believed in uh, Rhea Ripley. It didn't happen. Both believed in John Cena. It didn't happen. Um, believed that someone not named Becky Lynch was going to win the SmackDown Women's Title. Diego believed in the father-son tag team, and I believed in you know Seth Rollins not tapping no out Edge. Hey, <clears throat> move on.
2: Happens, you know.
1: We, we digress. All right. Mm-hmm. All right. Tossing that hey, so, over there.
2: So I did. I did have edge, winning, right?
1: Yes, I was the only one who didn't have rounds. Didn't have. Didn't have edge. You mean? I was the one who had rounds. Yes. I didn't okay. Have edge, yeah, yeah. Okay. gotcha you. Gotcha. That's that's the word, Thomas. English fun. <clears throat> all right.
0: Monday. Highs highs and lows of the SummerSlam. Can we just all get just talk about the low? I Think we should just everyone else is mad about it. Why why can't all we get right. mad about Everybody it? Everybody else
1: on three. Tell me hello. One, two, three. Alexa blessed even Marie.
0: <laughs> McIntyre, McIntyre also, mine's still Bel Air, Becky. The the return was great, but the way they just they I've said it to you guys in our chats on separately, you know, and all that. On Twitter, I've argued with a bunch of people. You just Bel has been getting built up for eight months. You know, I argued on the internet about this. I was that I was that passionate. And uh, they just fed her to a job and they had Becky want beat her in a move. There was some people trying to rationalize it, saying it was one of those things where Lynch took advantage of her lack of. Uh... Action. I don't even know what was the word they used. It was like their lack of uh... her lack nice of experience. experience. Yeah. And she took the match without being prepared and then just got dropped and lost. And even the finisher itself, like I just it I just cool. don't it was just a Uranagi. Like, she does that now? I didn't know that was her finisher. Uh, the the match, you could have had a match. Like, you didn't have to have Shinsuke come out with the, the guitar man and Pat McAfee dancing boobs, around. Boogs, man. It Those are cool. Rick
1: Boogs, man. It was
0: fun. It was cool to see come everybody on. cheering for him. But then, rick like, boobs. another match, like you said, Alexi Ivomri. That didn't need to be on this freaking show. You couldn't have had Becky come in versus Bel Air for, like, 10, 15 minutes. And the report is they want her to be the top heel on SmackDown. Great. She's been great at it in the past. Make her cheat to win like 10 minutes into the match, 15 minutes into the match. Yeah. Have her use the ropes or use a steel chair or use a title belt or whatever the hell. It
2: definitely, I I definitely agree with Hunnaman there. It definitely lacked that cerebral assassin kind of mindset there. Yeah, was, to yeah. to fuck her over from her title. Pardon my yeah. French. But I mean, how, how are you gonna tell me that Bianca Belair is just gonna simply tap out to a urinagi, knowing that we've seen her take
0: worse hits and hasn't even topped out? She felt like she felt like a foot off the ground. Not even. Even even the camera, even though you go down to her feet and it looked like she jumped maybe a little higher, it's just, you could have had a match and it's been pissing me off. Even people all over the internet, even Nikki Bella on like the after party of SummerSlam was like, (laughs) they're like, hey, what was your favorite part? And she was like, well, let me tell you what my least favorite part was. Immediately, Becky burying, allegedly, or squashing Bel-Air. And when someone like that, she's a legend. She's been... One of the most well known women in the hit, she's one of the most well known WWE figures in media still to this day. Yeah, she's got a TV show, she's dated John Cena, and now she does other things. And uh, everyone else is just, I'm still mad about it. I, I could talk about this forever. It's just
1: what a list of accomplishments. Well, she does <laughs> TV on, like,
0: shows, she
1: dates dated John Cena that one, time. yeah, yeah, you know, <laughs> let not forget <laughs> about a... what she did in the ring. You know,
0: I just said that one of the most. Profile I mean, not, that time. Not, not only that, but I mean,
2: let, let's be honest for a second, real quick here. Bianca Belair has been in the best form that she's ever been throughout her whole career here yep. at WWE. Yep. We've known that Becky Lynch has been working out for however long to make sure that she has a good return back to WWE. She looked good. She looked in great shape and whatnot. Her moves weren't all that quick and her ring awareness was not fully there. Ring rust showed 100% in that. Um, it was all just nothing else but just crow hype and that's really it yeah if, if for some odd reason apparently there are reports that sasha bank if she was going to be fighting she would have won that match i don't Where? know how believable I looked those reports so many are
0: places i looked so many places for that report Correct. i could not find I, it anywhere
2: i i looked everywhere too i don't know how believable these reports are i there, there, there are three gentlemen in social media that are extremely reliable when it comes to those reports and all three of them deny that to be the case. Um, we get it. Sasha Banks had COVID-19 difficult to, um, to come back and, and have a match within that short of time. Mm-hmm. Um, however, I think that if I had been WWE, I probably would have built this up um, to been probably like a lumberjack match where everybody has an opportunity uh Bianca Belair including Becky Lynch she comes in as a surprise guest out of nowhere and that's where she makes her impact um because at this point like yeah Bianca has taken already a beating rather than just stare there at the most beautiful women in WWE roster um and and just you know just take a uranage and be knocked out in 26 seconds um it's, it's unfortunate because to see Bianca Belair, what's next for her? Like, She's turning heel or is she going to Raw? If she's going to Raw, that is a very smart move considering that Raw definitely needs people that can boost up that show. And Bianca's excellent at that. She's got a great charisma to get with the crowd and, and build that program up. That That is something that I would love to see. Um, but if she goes up to Raw, I hope her next challenge is Charlotte Flair because I am sick and tired of Charlotte Flair winning titles as well. It's just yeah. – it's become more of a uh, monotony than, than than anything else. It's like mm-hmm. Rhea, Rhea fought really good, so then Nikki Ash, and you're going to tell me that all of a sudden, no, oh, I'm Charlotte Flair, and I just – you know, I completely obliterated everybody else. It was it was such a given match. Um, She's getting
0: forced like how Roman was back in the day, and that's why everybody turned on.
2: It's too much of a push. I. Yeah. Don't get me wrong. I respect she's, Charlotte Flair as the she's wrestler. Fantastic.
0: She's one of the, she's arguably the best female performer of all time. We've talked about it before. It's just how many freaking short title range you have to keep giving her. Like, yeah. I don't know. Why'd you have to have Nikki cash in right on that right now? Why couldn't you just run another feud or something? Mm-hmm. They, they're, their booking of the, the women's division has been questionable. Like you were saying. And like, even the Becky Lynch thing, like they, another report that I read, like all of us read it. They knew Sasha wasn't going to be competing like 10 days out. So like this wasn't one of those last minute. Yeah, that was
2: by Sports Kita. Sports Kita was the first one to mention It's not
0: like day of, she wasn't cleared. It was literally, they knew about it for like 10 days. So they expedited Becky Lynch's return. They did the misdirect with Carmella and they didn't announce the match ahead of time because they wanted the pop to be bigger. Again, I can understand that mindset, but not the whole tossing your most well-rounded champion to the Wolves for no freaking reason. I mean, at this point, too, if you knew Sasha couldn't compete, what if, like, couldn't Becky have just come out and they could have had a stare down and they could have walked away and had a match, like, next week or, like, at the next pay-per-view? Like, I feel like her coming back would have outshadowed Sasha not being there. Because, obviously, you get the boos, but then that comes out and you're like, oh, shit, and then you just hold the title up, they glare at each other, and then you move on. Like, you didn't have – there's so many better ways to do that.
2: Not only that, but we've known that Becky Lynch was going to come back at SummerSlam months ago. Months, like it was, if it wasn't WrestleMania, it was going to be SummerSlam.
0: Mm-hmm. End of the Maybe summer, early fall. End of the summer, early falls, what we kept hearing over and over and over again. Mm-hmm. But I'm, I'm, I'll stop talking about it. I'm, I'm just going to punch my pillow later. You know, or Tony. gonna to punch it. I could break my screen right now. I'm so mad. Go ahead. Yeah. <laughs> All right.
1: So real quick. Um, they didn't need to have the match. The pop alone on Becky coming out would have been enough. Mm-hmm. The fact that they forced the match to happen, and not only for it, that, the way that it happened, you build up Bianca Belair, Vince. And Vince, I'm talking to you specifically because I know you're the fucking you watch
0: this and lines. we know it. I've seen it
1: uh-huh. 100%. I get the phone calls, I know. But this is a classic Vince McMahon. Hey, I'm going to build up this superstar. Oh, Becky is finally done being a mom for right now. Oh, hey, look, Bianca Belair. It's you. Fuck you. You're gone. Done. Just fucking ruined. That's what he does. Yep. He just tosses it aside. He tosses it aside. The it's Toy ridiculous. Story
0: meme with Andy, Ralph yes. and Woody. I don't want to uh-huh. play
1: with you anymore. 100%. It's Vince McMahon <laughs> with anybody that he builds up when 5 when 5 names are are available it's Brock Lesnar, it's John Cena, it's Charlotte Flair, it's Becky Lynch, and it's Roman fucking Reigns, and he, he'll do it every time. And then The yep. Rock, but we haven't seen him in quite some time. Not yet, time.
0: not yet, yeah.
1: But it's, it's just fucking frustrating. Excuse my language. because I keep saying I'm getting mad now I'm talking about this. There's so many different avenues. Like, they both have said that they could have went for this, and they chose probably the absolute worst. Yep. Listen, I understand that not having a, a, a one woman's title match, it would have potentially hit a little harder. But don't get me wrong, both of their women's title matches were atrocious. The triple threat, not good. Whatever you want to call the squashing of Bianca Belair, who you've built up because since she's come up to the main roster, you've you've been building it since the since you've won the rumble. Yep. How are you just going to throw it to the side over a 30-second Becky Lynch pop?
0: It's ridiculous yeah. to me. Good pop. Good pop. Cool ridiculous moment. Ridiculous. Probably the counterpunk.
2: And let's let's also agree. Let's also add in there the level of disrespect for the previous SB <laughs> winner as well. That is yep. a huge moment there that mm-hmm. not a lot of things have gone for WWE in itself. And that is that is a legacy making
0: Can moment. I Can I they legitimately had a mainstream african-american female champion that they were sending on all the media circuits all the interviews all the everything she was at the freaking roaring crowd whatever music festival like i'm all
1: out baby get Roll it right loud.
0: so it's like why are you just sacrificing that for this particular moment and people were saying let it play out and becky's gonna be the heel and then they're saying bel-air was better when she was chasing the title and it's like i just disagree with all of that like so why is she me- better at chasing it she was a great let- champion
1: let me retort to Hunnaman's comment on Becky was the counter to Punk.
2: Yeah.
1: Brock was the counter to Punk.
2: <laughs> I agree with that.
1: Yeah, I, I agree can with see that. Becky was just an additional, hey, just thinking, <laughs> I got two I mean, coming back. <laughs> That's is, it, Vince. is it? That's Vince in his fucking geriatric mind. I mean, I, I think I, I can agree a with that.
0: star than Brock. Is that just but me? listen,
1: did you not hear the pop when ponytail Brock Lesnar, who has been the slimmest I've seen him since
0: 2004 came out. Dude, after seeing the pictures that came out, like I, when it was happening, I don't know if it was just our stream was a little blurry, but he was. It was like, wow, is he like, is he all right? And then you get the close-ups and the clear ass like 4D or 4D, mm-hmm. 4K images. Dude, shredded as always, and he looks. He has a cool new look, and he's gonna be a good guy, so it seems. Paul listen, Heyman on a Paul match, book it.
1: Listen, <laughs> the rights, the rights to Paul Heyman doing promos, <laughs> but no, so. High, hot. The high of the paper view for me it was Ed. It was Ed and Seth Rollins. Yep. Yeah. No question. Yeah. No question. You can make the argument for Roman and Cena just by the way it was, mm-hmm. but there were points in times where Roman was just being. Excuse me. I thought I was going to throw up or burp. I couldn't tell. Oh, yeah. You okay? Um, you okay? Yeah. PD
2: light? Feeling? Yeah.
1: I I, I probably need my water that I tossed like a Vince McMahon, but I think when Roman has seen it, you can make the argument but at the same time you knew Roman was going to win just based off the dumb um, thing they had if Roman lost, he would have left WWE with Edge and Seth Seth, you didn't know what you were going to get and we got brewed Edge into the Radar Superstar which was probably one of my favorite entrances ever
2: yep That was the most epic entrance I've seen in the past 10 years for any pay-per-view. I would agree.
1: I would say, I would say edges returning the rumble would be a little bit better just because of the pure shocking off after, but that's true. Based off of, based off of what they couldn't do
0: at WrestleMania, that was basically a WrestleMania. Edge equals good entrances is what we're trying to say. Yes. Yeah. But the whole but yeah. the brood and the gear and the rail and he had to go to that dark place to beat Rollins because he tried to murder him before. Like it was just it was perfect. The whole match had perfect storytelling.
1: They were can... they were so worried about that that they ruined half the car. <laughs> yeah, I know. <laughs> like That's Drew true. and Drew and Jinder could have been fantastic. You squashed that yeah. in five minutes. Yeah.
2: Argue wasn't any, there wasn't anything that Jinder kind of brought in to make it fantastic either, though. He didn't help the case.
0: Just gotta, well, can I we, mean, just, can just, we stop having the large Scottish man swing an actual sword around? Like, come yeah. on,
1: dude! You don't, Cut you don't think, vi- you don't want to shank you on a stick,
0: <laughs> <laughs> or a beer arm 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 on a
1: ball? <laughs> um, <laughs> but no, I mean, I thought SummerSlam. I thought was a, overall better, but there were just so many more lows in SummerSlam than they were at TakeOver, and that's also yeah. too, you have to add into the 10 matches compared to the five that TakeOver has. Can I
2: ask, can I ask real quick, how did you guys felt about the the match between, well, not the match between Lashley and Golder, but Ugh. the way that that match finished and overstepping to beat the living crap out of the sun, like, kids, the kid's
0: more slanky than I am, like. Dude, that kid's 15 too, like, the entire audience was cheering a 15-year-old getting a in a full Nelson lock, which just shows you how much they hate Goldberg. Dude, just a few, the, the timing for Goldberg for that match was so bad again. It shouldn't, like, um, it shouldn't
2: have been the second to last match at there all. Was, I it think. Should
0: not, no, 100%. Way earlier in the card, get it out yeah. of the way. Get your stupid fucking dud out of here. And you had to break it up because you didn't want to do two SmackDown matches and the show, I guess. But the, the spot on the top rope when Goldberg threw Lashley, I don't know who miscounted that or because Lashley rotated real late and that's one of those things where you could have easily broken a neck, separated a shoulder, yeah, etc. MVP hits Goldberg with his cane on the outside. Dude doesn't react to it for like three seconds, four seconds. And his the timing was just horrific. I like will say, I will s- say though, for somebody who's as dominant
2: as Bobby Lashley, mm. I, I almost feel like the hit with the cane on, on Goldberg's knee was just beyond unnecessary. I, I I I will say I was surprised that Goldberg was even putting that good of a performance after forty-five seconds, I was waiting for him to get winded at fifteen.
1: Yeah, I'm not. I'm not solely based off the fact that it's Vince and Goldberg's like I'm coming back, but like you got to save my ego, my character, because that's all Goldberg cares about now.
2: You think so, though? Considering that what yeah, he said, no, I what he said on the last,
1: considering what he said on the last raw, give,
2: though,
1: I could give two shids about what he said on the last raw. You know why? Because he's <laughs> the guy that that took the. Fucking title off the fiend when he was right hot because oh I'm a hero to the kids I beat the fiend the fiend wasn't a bad guy he was just fucking over as hell so fuck <laughs> Goldberg fuck him he can go to heck I don't want to see his ugly face he until just, I have to look at him at stop. crown jewel at crown jewel because that's the next time he's going to be fighting and then I don't want to see him again sick and tired of
0: his, his, he his needs to two stop. match contract he needs to, to stop being in pro like high profile matches it's just sick of it's pain. clear he doesn't have it anymore and his aura is for at least for me is just fucking gone
1: Listen, if you want Goldberg to fight, you know who you get Goldberg to fight?
0: Dolph Ziggler every time. Dominic no. Mysterio. No. If sure.
1: Goldberg's, if Goldberg's <laughs> going to fight someone, do it at WrestleMania. Give me a five minute joke match of Goldberg versus Gilbert, and I'm set for life. I don't even see that ugly fuck ever again. I'm sick of it. I'm sick of it. I'd Where's rather, my
0: dream match with Goldberg and
1: Gilbert? I'd rather have a triple threat with Goldberg. Gilberg and Ryback and have three stages of gold <laughs> Sick of him man. I, I, I'm just sick of him just three getting stages world world title shot after world title shot. And he's never around. I'm sick of it. Yep. He's not, he's not the box office name, Vince. John Cena, Edge, those are the names that need to be in these matches. Brock Lesnar, those are the part-timers that you bring in for these matches. I'll even take The Undertaker's old ass.
0: No, stop it. No, leave no, him, leave him it. out over, of here.
1: Ma- Goldberg?
2: Way too many medical oh. issues. Way yep. too many over medical Goldberg. issues. I want Undertaker yes. to go
0: enjoy his days. Tell, I want him here. to
1: as well. But if, if I'm sitting there and I have to choose between seeing Undertaker on television or Goldberg on television, I'm taking Undertaker 100 times out of 100.
0: If I had to choose, yeah, sure.
1: Yeah. If so- I had to
2: choose in this, and this was five years ago, yeah, Undertaker is the easy choice by far. And I'm a Goldberg
0: fan. I'll take Bald HBK over that motherfucker any day of the week. Give me that listen, bald guy. Listen. Fuck it. Bringing King, I'll bring, bring in King Barrett. Of, Just bringing King Barrett the ghost at this point.
2: Of
1: Jerry Lawler over him. He's still alive, dude. Yeah, he's a ghost. <laughs> I'll he's take actually Kevin Nash a, and his torn quads over
2: Goldberg. Dude, I I saw, was, I saw I was surprised graphic. that Lawler was still awake past 10.
0: There was a graphic I saw that he's in a match this weekend. It's like a casket match between him and like I gotta find it out. It was pretty fucking funny. Hold on, carry on,
2: J- Jerry Lawler. Yeah, he's, he's still, still wrestling, wrestling, dude. Yeah. One thing, one thing that we definitely need to add, uh, need to add up here as well to SummerSlam, is the amount of fuck ups technically by the crew operating the show. We oh, saw, listen. We saw. Hang on. We saw no uh, pyrotechnics. The
0: um, so the arena allegedly banned it. They didn't want the pyro for some reason. Don't know why, but I agree.
2: It's just part of the show. It's kind of what brings the crowd to get even more fired up. as part of entrances, and not yep. seeing that, know. like, like, uh, you're, like you're gonna tell me that the Edge entrance wouldn't have been on a wonderful note, finished with the fireworks behind him. I think oh, he did the, the, the two hundred percent,
1: hundred percent, but you know, it's Allegiant Stadium. What do you expect? And the, also, I and think... the
2: graphics were all over the place. Oh.
0: Can I, you, can, I, can I tell you guys The thing So this yes. weekend In an independent show They're doing Jerry Lawler Versus Enzo Amore In a casket match
2: Oh Enzo Amore Still loses
0: <laughs> What a strange All right, You know what At this
2: point You know what Just bring on Kennedy Just bring Bring on Kennedy Other sergeant
1: That's it You, you want someone To kill a man's career You bring on Ken Kennedy facts he almost killed randy orton
0: he'll tear john cena's peck he'll dislocate randy orton's shoulder any day of the week they They have have the best potatoes and
2: squash you'll ever feel in your life
0: all right (laughs) so real
1: quick last topic that i want to discuss before we end tonight's whatever you want to call this episode it was supposed to be like a SummerSlam takeover recap and then we just got we just started listing names that we wanted over fucking Goldberg. <laughs> <laughs> I'm still mad. Like, listen, don't get me wrong. I would rather Carlito and Primo in a two-on-one handicap match.
2: I'd rather step
0: on the Legos for a week goes. than watch Goldberg versus Bobby Lashley again. A week straight.
2: Just bring Bad Bunny back. Yeah, he was. Bad Bunny the
1: All right. <clears throat> Last thing. Extreme Rules is five weeks away. I wrote an article earlier about predict- predicting the card.
2: Oh, here comes the plug! What here a selfless a plug. plug! Selfless yep. plug! Yep. A, well,
1: wow! See, well, would you not let me fucking finish?
0: Well, you keep you're doing like this? I don't know if you're gonna talk. Yeah, because you're <laughs> fucking interrupting me. That was usual. before I even that's that's before I even started interrupting nope. you. He had nope. that
2: he had that turtle shell at there ready before he even said article. So it was like the word article was already in, in between solution <laughs> and everything else. <laughs> he was like article, uh, yeah, uh, article.
1: Go ahead, Daddy. Are you frozen? So the article that no, I wrote <laughs> <laughs> extreme rules predicting, predicting the cards. Give me your thoughts on what you think the card could look like.
0: Was this article on the internet? Yeah.
2: I the internet so, more, use the internet one more time. To I haven't to used to use the sports internet sports. once com. today,
0: so I didn't see it. <laughs> <laughs> no, but I like your. I know you say it's kind of catering, but I would love to see Keith Lee step in to be the next challenger for the WWE championship, even if it's a one-off just to reestablish him, get him some wins on raw, even if he loses to Lashley again, like he did a couple weeks ago when he came back, would love to see it just cause we're all big Keith Lee fans in this house and podcast. So, so I think more so I
1: want, I want to, so can we all agree that Bobby Goldberg is not going to happen in extreme rules?
0: Uh, yeah, it's definitely looking like a Saudi show because they're gonna sell the knee injury. We uh-huh. like can
2: agree all we want, but WWE will still make it happen.
0: Well, they're no, book I'm them talk- once a week listen, for the next listen, year. Listen, listen, listen. I'm talking about us,
1: us three agreeing on something. I know it doesn't happen often.
2: I've, I've agreed with you guys about the whole Goldberg coming back thing. I just, the only, the, my, my defense for Goldberg was plain and simple. Keith League was under a, a heavy ring rust. He just wasn't ready. It's unfortunate. It sucks. Okay. So I think he deserves the opportunity. Yeah, but...
1: What what other, like, potential rivalries are you keen on potentially seeing?
0: Well, like, I still... Th- throw, I some, like, throw some out there. I still liked your idea on Priest and AJ just to get AJ back into singles matches. I don't necessarily see AJ winning because you want to give Priest more wins, obviously. Uh, and I just... We'll see. I I really don't know what they're gonna do for the WWE title. It sounds like it's gonna be like a quick, uh, just one month off thing. I don't know who it could be. Maybe Ricochet gets a freaking chance. It could be anybody. Like Uh, even
2: SmackDown is gonna be Finn. You know. So for me, for me personally, there's one match that it's a low key match and shouldn't really represent much, Um, but I just don't see it happening. The prediction of King Nakamura versus Sami Zayn. Um, we've known that Saint has been off screen for a little bit now um, with the fears of more WWE releases bound to happen I think he's one of the big names potentially being released Um, with that said I think I would like a change of pace here and seeing that Nakamura is one of those like fast wrestlers with a lot of uh, stamina and whatnot I would love to see him go head to head against somebody like you know like Ricochet like uh, like Hunnaman Mention, I think, I think a push for Ricochet right now would be ideal, uh, seeing that he's been in the in the weeds of the product and he's got a lot of potential. He's a young talent, um, deserves the opportunity. Um, and I think, it I think there was another match that I that I wanted to point out.
0: I like your triple threat idea too for the SmackDown women's if, if Sasha is able to compete. It just I, makes, I love that well, idea. Think of, think of
2: it like
1: this though, it's five weeks out. You, th- you think th- they've known about this for over a week now, so you got to think that she's out of quarantine and potentially done within the next week or
0: two. If it was COVID, let's not jump to conclusions. All signs point to it, but yes.
1: She's an anti-vaxxer, and she's missed the show. I know, I'm a, I'm a I know, I know. I believe that it's from COVID-19. I know, I know. Yeah. Um, but it just it, it just makes too much sense. Yeah. Because that way, quote unquote, if Becky loses, Bianca could pin. Bianca that would make pin,
0: me even more mad.
1: Bianca could pin <laughs> Sasha and set up Bianca versus fucking Becky at Survivor Series or Saudi or whatever the fuck else they want to
0: do. Not Saudi, just fuck that show. <laughs> uh, and, they can't really have women wrestle in the Saudi show yet because they're strict about their laws and things like that.
2: Yep.
0: Um, I right. think
2: there's. I think there's another flip that I would personally call for. Um, I love you, Karen Cross versus Drew McIntyre. Idea, it's a great idea. However, seeing how much Cross has been pushed, I think personally I will probably flip it a little bit. Go, Karen Cross. Um, Karen Cross versus. Um, oh my God! Why can't I think of his name? Blue Meanie. <laughs> No, versus Dewdrop. Um,
0: yeah, that'd be a pretty good match, probably. No, Doudrop's I would like. Great. I would like.
2: To, I would like to see Karen Cross versus uh, Finn Balor, and I would like to see Keith Lee, um, Keith Lee battle against Roman Reigns. I know it can't happen, but that's one oh, that just, I would love to dude, see. Fuck it, have them make
0: a trade. Just do it.
2: The <laughs> dude, draft is, the in, the draft is in like Keith, a month.
0: Doesn't fucking Keith matter. Just make a trade now.
1: We'll trade Keith Lee for the fucking fist that SmackDown used to have.
2: <laughs> I mean, I mean, honestly, with what they did to Bianca Belair, it almost sounds like okay, the big roster changeup is happening. And so we're gonna get these people into SmackDown, these people into Raw. And it's happening a lot sooner than we
0: predicted. So that'd be huge NXT oh. changes coming as early as I this think, week. So too. to go back
1: on on your um, take about Cross and Drew McIntyre, yeah. The only reason I had it is because they're gonna have drawn the card regardless. You already faced gender. He squashed him. What's yeah. next?
2: No, I, I I love the match. I'm I'm not opposed to it. I I think the match is awesome. Uh, it's one that will actually push Karen Cross to show what he's actually got to deserve the main roster. <laughs> See, here's here's my here's
1: my biggest fear about that match. Karen Cross
2: beats Drew McIntyre.
0: Possibly. Yeah. Very yeah. possibly. Well, if you want to establish him and actually give him a chance to, you know, succeed, just what, just bring Scarlet back, please. Just do it. He sucks. I hate. I, I hate him so much. I think he's, he's so bad. bad. I just but don't get it. I don't fucking get it. So right. I think
1: the the universal title is the biggest. What if? Because obviously Roman versus Brock in, in an extreme rules match must watch TV. But again, the Saudi show is happening. <laughs> you have to think about that. That's why I think they save it and they have their quote unquote. SummerSlam S card in Saudi Arabia minus the women because of their SummerSlam laws.
0: Backlash Extreme Rules Edition. I'll fucking kill you. <laughs>
1: <laughs> <laughs> I will. I'll kill you right on the podcast. Okay. I'll kill you off like Vince McMahon killed off Keith Lee. <laughs> Carry on. Um but no, I think I think we're we have some potential here. Um I'm waiting to see what the call-ups look like as well. Obviously, you know, those are a big uh what if, yeah. but I'm mm-hmm. assuming we're getting Karen Cross and on him on an era. Would love to see him just go after Drew and just create this weird feud because God forbid, Drew McIntyre can't be in the world title picture because Bobby Lashley still has it around his waist.
0: Meanwhile, uh, ma- Bobby, Lashley,
1: meanwhile Bobby Lashley is furious because of the fact of the one match he wants, he can't have because Brock Lesnar works on Fridays now. Yep. I'm sorry. Every other Friday now.
0: Every third. You know what though?
2: <laughs> <laughs> you know what though? It's it's actually such a nice mental healing. from see that happening, just especially after what he did to Goldberg. Son, I'm just like, fuck you. You deserve to wait. Fuck you. I don't like him at all, but I'm like, the kid's 15. He hasn't even weighed 100 pounds. Like, dude, cheers to oh, the
1: kid for taking
0: the bump. You know,
1: leave him alone. He didn't know it was his kid. Didn't you hear MVP?
0: You think MVP lies about people? It MVP, wasn't, right, MVP's it a way. scumbag I did like the extension of the feud The way they did that So obviously Goldberg couldn't compete And then Lashley got attacked from behind By it. could have been anybody as MVP said Turns out it was Goldberg's son So there's a little more heat In the rivalry Not that I want to see him lock it up again But it was a different way to keep it going So I don't hate it I, I, I just think hate that, everything about it
2: I think <laughs> that the beating with the chairs Was more than enough
0: mm. Oh, yeah. and insult to injury, will you? One put the kick time, through a table, you know, just put the kick time. through a table. All yeah.
1: right, we're getting off topic.
0: All right, last thing: Does Biggie cash in tonight? No, no,
1: right. no. I would love for him to. Don't think it happens.
0: August twenty third, two thousand twenty one. Does Biggie cash in his money to make contract tonight? No, no. Okay. A lot of people I'm were gonna, thinking that was going to happen, but I think Goldberg is going to be away for a while.
1: I'm going to sign. I'm going to sign the no train. Um, and by the way, this is going to be a question that we ask every single week from now on when we
0: record, <laughs> and then we're gonna get it right at some point. But we'll see.
1: Well, we're gonna get it right tonight because we're all, we're gonna be one for one. on Does he cash in?
2: No, I'm thinking. I'm yeah. thinking Biggie cashes at string Rules. That's where I think he does. Wow,
0: well, I can't believe he cashed in on the Rob pre-show. What a what a wild day. So
1: before I before I kill my, my co-host here, we're gonna sign off. Um from the ghost of Christmas past, Diego Galvez. Um
0: from wow. the walking dead
1: from the walking dead himself, Andrew Hunneman.
2: And what's your uh, excuse?
1: From the ugly ginger fat bass Chris Jones sign it off. We'll see you guys next week for episode twenty-four. Hopefully we have
0: Bye. More fun,
1: cool things to talk about. Bye. And we stay on topic for longer than a minute. Also, shout Bye. out to Couch Guy Sports. Make sure you use the internet one time again. Shout out to our friends at Exogun, Excel Exogun.com. It's at checkout CGS10 for 10% off. That's CGS, that's C S as in G- Chris, G S as in Galvis, S and stupid, meaning Honiman, 10% off at checkout. Don't forget it. Use the internet. Go check out Couch Guy Sports to the. Moon. Good night. Uh.